the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. No 
says the following day when they went into the temple the God was like this you see they carried the ark of God and put it in the temple when they went there, when they saw the God's statue was like this it was a statue was like this then somebody said oh maybe we didn't put it well maybe there was a mistake with the arrangement that's why it's like this. So they propped the God up. Then they went. When they came back, the Bible said the next day, the head was off. And the arms were dismantled. Just to prove to you that it's not because you didn't position the God well. But there is an awesome God who does not take rivals. He does not take a competitor. He demolished our God is an awesome God. May he be an awesome God on your behalf. Demolish anything that is fighting against you. He's an awesome God. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Come, let's pray over the offering. What an awesome God. That's right. Our God he doesn't stand for elections. You don't vote him into power, you don't vote him out of power. Father, we thank you for this offering. We we'll bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. And I thank you for two, my two nice ushers. Give them wives. <laughs> two nice tall ushers. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church today? Yeah, this is the house of God. In the house of God, we, we read the scriptures. I want us to memorize a verse. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Quickly. 
then he went ahead and described how he wants to know him. Okay? He said, I want to know the power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Which is what most of us admire about Christ. The power. The power. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. Come, send your power. Come down now. Oh, Lord, come down. Hallelujah. Power, power, power. Paul said, no, 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 no. I don't only want to know the power of his resurrection. I also want to know the fellowship of his what? The fellowship of his what? The fellowship of his what? Being made conformable unto his death. In other words, you cannot know somebody well when you only know the person's glory. To know somebody well, you must know his glory and his shortcomings. Yeah. You must know the person in his highs and his lows. You, cannot, you don't know anybody well when you only know them in their highs. You must know them in their highs and in their lows. That I may know him. That I may know him. Hallelujah. Their power. You see, until you know people in their highs and their lows, you don't know them. No, no. If you don't know me in my highs and my lows, you don't know me. If you only know me in my highs, you don't know me. You must know me in my highs and my lows. The power of his what? And the fellowship of his what? Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. That I may know him. Being made conformable. It's called fellowship of sufferings. We understand the same thing. We've been through the same thing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. That is why even marriages that they struggle together, they do better. Yeah. If you find couples that when they got married, they were all both hustling, they do better. But the ones that you only knew the guy... At the, at the top. It's shaky. Hallelujah. May you know Christ. I see, may you know Christ. May you know both the power and the sufferings. Hallelujah. No, it's very important. You see, that's why Paul, that I may know him. If you walk around town, you see a lot of churches, resurrection power, dominion power. There's no church called Fellowship of Sufferings. Have you ever seen a church called Fellowship of Sufferings Ministry before? Yes. All that you see is resurrection power, dominion power. But it's not only the power. You must also know the fellowship of the sufferings. For without the sufferings, you will not experience the power. Hallelujah. All right. Today, we've started a very important part in the Lighthouse calendar, which is Feeding five to seven. Feeding five to seven. Feeding five to seven is a period in our church where we take one of the books written by our bishop and we all study it. We all go through. We preach from it. Amen. And if somebody is wondering whether it is biblical, we got the word five to seven from First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-seven. Paul told Timothy. I charge you. It's a very big word. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. Paul wrote a letter to Timothy. He said, I'm charging you that what I have written to you, read it to the whole brethren. Hallelujah. And the word charge is a big word. It's like I'm commanding you to do this. Now, but I was poor. This is that. Since when did that become the same as Paul? No. The reason, because, and I'm explaining to you, the reason is the books written by our bishop are not storybooks. They are not fiction. They are not short stories. They are not mills and boons. They are scriptures taken, expounded, so that you understand it. And if you want to find in the Bible, the Bible says that 
the eunuch was riding to Ethiopia, very wealthy man. And he was reading the book of Isaiah. He was studying it. The guy was reading the book of Isaiah. Then when Philip caught up with him by the Holy Spirit, it was the Holy Spirit who took Philip there. Philip asked the guy, do you understand what you are reading? That's what Philip asked him. And the guy said, who can understand this? And the Bible said, Philip jumped into the chariot and explained the thing that the man is reading. Hallelujah. There is something called, the Bible said, God has given unto us Okay, the ministries, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. There is something called the ministry of the teacher, which he takes the scripture and explains it to you. So, Philippi 2 7 is we are experiencing the, the, the teaching ministry of Bishop. So, so everything is that is being taught is Bible that has been explained. Hallelujah. So it's different from your mills and booms. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Explained. He explained the scriptures. It is for the same reason why even when you have your quiet time, the are quiet time books. Do you know the are quiet time books? Do you know the are quiet time books? And what are, they explain the verse that you are reading. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So, we are, so, we also want to experience the teaching ministry and understand the, so, in this season, we, we go deep into the word. Hallelujah. And, like I was sharing with the uh, uh, all-nation service, any good student who goes to school, when you are taught in the classroom, they give you a textbook to go home and study. Oh? Unless you went to a bad school. If you went to a good school, there are textbooks. Hallelujah. So I'm not only just going to preach to you from the book. I want you to also have a copy. I have my copy. You have your copy. Open your copy. Hallelujah. So get a copy of this book and go and study it for yourself. And bring it to church every Sunday for the next four Sundays, right? Yeah. And you'll be blessed. This is not nothing you will do it every year and it's very important. And many people, and we are all getting blessed as we study. Hallelujah. So the book is only five dollars. You have the book, if you bought the Macarius, it's number 40 on the Macarius. You don't have to, but if not, and you want this book, it's only five dollars. And I was told this morning by Karen, that five dollars can only buy, what, what can you buy Karen? Halal food, which is the one that they sell by the roadside. I didn't know it was called halal. Karen was the one who told me. Hallelujah. So please, everybody get a copy. I have my copy. Lift up your hands. You need a copy. Unless That's why even when you are doing the spelling contest, they will say, uh, huh? Origination, word root. So you can spell it. Hallelujah. In fact, recently I read somewhere, and, and I think it's true. I even read somewhere recently that the word testify. Okay? Testify. Which is, was originally used in courts. Okay? The word testify, which is like when you go to court, they give you a Bible and you testify. Or a, a Quran. Apparently, I just read somewhere that it, the, the, the root of the word testify is testicle. You didn't know that. The root word is testicles. So they did. So the practice I read somewhere was that in those ancient Greeks, when you go to court and you are going to testify as a man, you put your hand on your something. <laughs> Saying that what you are going to say is true. And if it's not true, your something will be. <laughs> so, so instead of holding the Bible like this, as we do now, you, you put your hand on your. And you say that whatever I'm going to say, I swear by this thing that is true. So that if it is false, they'll cut it off. So testi testify is from the word 
testicles. Of course, the obvious question that people ask is, what about the woman? That was the obvious question. But what do you, if you go and read ancient Greeks, women were not admitted to court. A woman were not counted. In the Bible, they say women were not counted. That's why they say if a woman has anything to say, say your, even Paul said, tell your husband in the house. So, so, it, so it, it makes sense. So women were not even admitted to come to test because they have no testicles to hold on to testify. <laughs> we should start our practice again. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's why the word is testify from testicles, not breastify. I mean, it probably makes sense. Maybe that's where it came from. So instead of holding, so it's when you go to court, you know how they give the word, you say, whatever I'm going to swear, you swear by this, by testifying. Hallelujah. So, lycos comes from the Greek word, layman. Amen. And the definition is simple. When you say somebody is lay, it means you are not certified in it. You are not, you, you have not been formally trained in it. Lay does not mean that you cannot do it, but it means you are not certified in it. You are not trained in it. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So, for example, like I was saying, Some of you are lay photographers. You have not gone to any photography school. But you know how to take pictures. Some of you are lay beauticians. You have not gone to any cosmetic school to this one, right? You testify to that one. You have no degree. You know. You know how to mix the colors. The amount of times. <laughs> so even though you have no LA cosmetologist. Hallelujah. I mean the way you can analyze the politics. He needs to balance the argument this way. Otherwise Hillary is going to defeat. When you start the Ghana one civil war. Hey! One man, one calibre. I, I was talking to Reverend 11. I tell you, he's a lay sports analyst. How does that need to? Manchester United, if they want to win, this, they must change this player. They must, um, um, I mean, I mean, they, they must make sure that uh, Aguela plays this in. They need a new coach from here. But uh, uh, Liverpool is sports analyst. At 11, he knows what coach must be hired. If I was very impressed with his analysis of the game. He knows clearly. Hallelujah. Yeah. But, but you see, and, and myself, a lay doctor. I am not a lay doctor. But Reverend Joe is a lay doctor. It's <laughs> <laughs> too Pass, Coco. Eh. But I can also not call myself. I'm, I'm not, are you hearing me? Because I don't have any Bible school certificate. I have not, but I am, so I am a lay preacher. Amen. Because, I'm, because he never went to any formal Bible school. But it does not mean that the person is not a good preacher. Hallelujah. Even though you have no certificate, you know how to cook. But I cannot call, I cannot call chef. Because I still don't know how to cook. But how to baba crop hairs. I used to crop my friends as well as medical school. So at least I can crop a hair for you. So I'm a lay baba. So the word lay means not certified. I hear me. Church. All the advancement of the church is based on me. I hear me, church. Even in the same even even politically, Polit one of the it was 
one of the one of the things that helped Obama to win the election was his involvement of the common man in the contribution. People used to raise funds from super packs, big donations. Everybody can contribute. This online contribution, one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, raise money more than the super packs. contribution if he was to raise hallelujah so he basically wanted like, I can get five dollars ten dollars from everybody and still make more money definition of lay hallelujah yeah it look a lot of mothers are lay doctors oh yeah a lot of mothers are lay doctors <laughs> You are warm. Tell no. Like this. <laughs> then you say, open up. Hey, you are pregnant. <laughs> you are good at that. Yeah, she's also a, she's a leg gynecologist. Show me the picture, she can tell. So she's a leg gynecologist. <laughs> My grandmother. Mothers are listen. You are lay doctors. Any the lay. Just in case you don't know, the Methodist Church was propagated by lay. This preaching, not really trained. Now, volunteer. Hallelujah. It's what is that you don't get paid for what you do. To go on for the kingdom of God to advance. Some people have to volunteer for what they are doing in church. The church cannot go on. The church will not advance. Jesus said, then Jesus said to him, deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. If any man, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Listen to me. The enemy is the cross. If you want to Okay, that moon, the half moon, is a symbol of Islam. I don't want Judaism is very The symbol of Christianity is the cross. So, when you do not allow motives, then you are taking away the principle of sacrifice in the church. Or the advancement of the church was sacrifice. The, the only religion that was born out, he sacrificed his life so that you and I will be saved. So we cannot take sacrifice at the basis. It is sacrifice. Working without being paid. I am not a lay doctor. Why am I not a lay doctor? Because when I go to the house, hear me? When I go there, I check in, I check my hours, make sure I must, if it is one hour, excuse me, can I speak to Pero? <laughs> yeah. From the day you enter, sit there, talking, the clock starts. And I'm even better. At least me, you have to come to my desk. But lawyer, if you have a lawyer, don't, don't, call your lawyer and see. Why are you acting like, no, I said lawyer, don't you be for phone conversation. When was the last time you called your doctor, he billed you for <laughs> We do a bit of pro bono. But I'm not a lay doctor. I'm a board certified physician. And I expect to be paid. Yeah. And the day, that one minute. Yeah. Because I'm paid. My services here are voluntary. I don't get paid. Your, how much you give? Do you think it can meet my paycheck? And how it can kill the ministry? If we were to pay all the pastors in the church, you pay me for me to take off my wife. This fine fair lady. Renjo, have you seen him over there? If he shoot alone, we can't buy. And I think over there. That Shrochi Jamaican lady. Can you forget? <laughs> the people at the back. The technical team. They have to pay the instrument. <laughs> Don't you think we can pay a beggar? That's what we can we can handle you. Huh? 
Hallelujah. Anita, Anita has run away because her, 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 her weekly hairstyle. You know, so, what I'm trying to say, the lay, and when we kill the lay, we have killed sacrifice. And please don't forget, sacrifice, when you stop sacrificing, power is gone. Hallelujah. All the people who got power, they got it after sacrifice. It was, then the Bible said that he was given a name above every other. It was when Abraham asked uh, Isaac, how I know that you fear me. In blessing, I will bless you. So if you, don't, you are not willing to sacrifice, don't expect the power. That's why the memory verse is the fellowship of his suffering. And Hallelujah. And when it's on you, the demand is not the same. The demand is not the same. Abraham, he asked him for his son. But he never asked Joseph for his son. Abraham said, bring your boy. Bring your boy. And for... Yeah. So everybody, so to some, to some of you, you're like, you won't say, God ask him, his, leave your profession, leave your mother, leave, come and serve me full time. See why you are laughing. You are probably saying, are you sure that God I can perceive her thoughts. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Because also, you when God has not asked for something, don't do it. So the sacrifice is depending on it's individualized. You see, we all sacrifice at various levels. Like I was saying, even if you take the local church, one of the the sacrifice of an instrumentalist in the church is not the same as the sacrifice of somebody who is just writing letters. But if you're an instrumentalist, it means you have to come, spend some time rehearsing it. The sacrifice, my sacrifice, pray, preach, visit, counsel, it's different. You to sacrifice. You must decide in your heart you want to sacrifice for God. That's why, oh, what should you do? So, you know, if I do it, that means I cannot go to work. I cannot, no, no. I, then I'll say, don't do it. No, because of what I told you, to, you couldn't go to work. You couldn't do this. No, 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 no. It, you want to do it for God. And God is demanding you, your sacrifice. You see, your sacrifice is different. Yeah. And of course, the rewards are different. I said, the rewards are different. Hallelujah. So, the lay ministry allows, gives us room to sacrifice to God. Yeah. The church is quiet that I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Look, when sacrifice, you, you cannot even sacrifice for a prayer meeting. By the way, I want to meet all the prayer warriors after church. All prayer warriors, I'm meeting you today after service. You can't be sacrificed for a prayer meeting. No. God has not asked you to give your life just to offer. No, no, no. You cannot sacrifice for visitation. No. It gives us an opportunity to serve God. Amen. And let me tell you, so I say it's what? Look, the Bible said that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. If you can pay you. Oh, yeah. You would rather. So you would rather God bless you. Because when God said, to Abraham, in blessing, so, it means a volunteer. Somebody who doesn't get, you, you, you will be a lay person in the church. I say, I pray that you be a lay person in the church. Volunteer. Sacrifice! It's a blessing. I can tell you that it's a blessing. Because that's what I do. I am a lay person. And now I'm even a lay president. That's just in case you don't know. Alexis, you understand what I'm saying? The blessing that God has given me, I don't think any man can give to me. Plus, even apart from blessings on earth, the reward in heaven. Hallelujah. So it's important so that the sacrifice will not be out of the church. Hey, ministry. You see, more important, more, more, more benefits. When you become a lay person or a lay shepherd or so that I'll explain to you. Being lay or becoming ministry. What do I mean? 
I'm explaining to you. For the church to add, some places, the only way that a door can be opened to you is because of your job. Yeah. It's your job. That will open the, the door for who went here visited Aquila and Priscilla because of tent making. He reasoned with them. He did that. But what, what gave him a visa? What gave Paul a visa to go there was his tent making. It's, it's not every place. You see, most places, most places, a preacher, they don't give you a visa. That you go to, you go to Indian embassy. They don't give you a visa. No, no, no. But maybe you go as an engineer. Look, even the early church, the missionaries, the missionaries who came to Africa, they came with a profession. Hallelujah. So if we want to advance the gospel, then the lay becomes very important. Are you here with me, church? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Then the lay becomes important. To open certain doors. If we, if we want to send a missionary right now to St. Croix, I don't think if you go to the St. Croix embassy for a visa, they'll give it to you. But if you go to the St. Croix embassy as a nurse, that one they'll give it to you. So your profession has opened a door for you to do some ministry for God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, it opens doors. Even this church, even North America, you see, even all North America church, with, with over how many branches that we have, all this North America and Canada church, okay? All the, even those churches. It started because I came here. Oh, yeah. I did not start a church, make no mistake. The church was started by a bishop. So if you say I started a church, you are lying, it's not true. The church was started by Bishop Dagwood Mills. Okay? The church, he started the church. I came here. And the reason why I came here, the, how, how I got here, I did not go to the American embassy to say that I'm a missionary to America. You think they want to give me the visa? What are you going to do, America? I'm going to start a church. I'm a missionary. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I went to the American embassy for a visa to come and do postgraduate in medicine. Are you hearing me? So it was my medicine coming to do here. When I came here, that opened the door. The bishop said, he's my friend. My friend is in America. I want to come and start a church. Then he traveled and came to visit me and started the church. But the door was opened because I came here as a vision. Something else opened the door. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it wasn't because <laughs> I wanted a message. I want to become. A, I'm coming to start a lighthouse in America. No, 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 no. So, so you see that if we want to advance, you see certain places without your profession, you cannot establish the kingdom. Hallelujah. So that is why you need to be lay. You need to volunteer for God. I'm showing the importance. Amen. Another reason for the importance of the lay ministry. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 8. It says that neither did we eat any man's bread. This is Paul speaking of. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Can you give me the, maybe the new version, King James, uh, NIV or something? Nor did we eat anyone's food without paying for it. On the contrary, we work night and day, laboring and toiling so that we will not be a burden to any of you. Another important ministry reason for a delay ministry is so that you will not become a burden to anyone. Church, are you here with me? 
this is Paul speaking. I didn't write the Bible. This is Paul. Paul said that when I got there, because I don't want anybody to be responsible for my food. People to be responsible for what I eat, where I sleep. I got a job. Tell your neighbor, get a job and do the gospel. I got a job. I got a job. That's what Paul is saying. I got a job. So that I will not become anybody's burden. I am, we are talking about Lekos. When we talk about full time, you understand. You understand why some people should be paid for the gospel. But that's not what I'm talking about. Because there's a verse also that I talk about. I mean, they that preach the gospel, there's a verse. And we believe in it. And we'll have a lot of, we have full timers and we respect them and we honor them. But we are talking about also another aspect of the gospel the advancement of the gospel, the spread of the gospel to reach out. Are you okay with me? Paul said, listen to me, I didn't want to become a burden. So, I got a job. I work during the day. In the weekends, I come to the synagogue. Yeah. 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 Neither did I become a burden. So that you don't become a burden to people. Look, the reason why a lot of churches don't do well that they become a burden to the people. I mean, how many members are in the church? Are you hearing me? How many members are in the church? One small church, they have a senior pastor, associate, music director. What else? Elders, deacons, and, pray, and, and, and prayer administrators. international ministries and you enter there, this is the congregation. Sometimes I even wonder if this is all the people that you are seeing, how busy can you be? I'm preaching. How busy can, this is all your, your church. So what do you do from Monday to Friday? I'm praying. Zero. Zero. You are lazy. You are lazy. I mean, does this number of people needs a full time pastor? That is what. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look, we should thank God for the wisdom of Bishop Dagwood Mills. Oh yeah. And and the wisdom of John Wesley. Go and read John Wesley. That is how he did the Methodist church. Because let's face it, if all that you are pastoring is these people, do you, I can't, this is all my church. I call myself. I mean, how often do you pray for the people? What is it? Yeah. Even the people that you are pastoring, not for the hard work, when do you see them? You see, a church must come to a certain level where you need a full-time person. You must be careful. That's what I'm talking about, the lay. I mean, how many? I mean, one time, I, saw, I went to a place. And I saw the pastor, and I went to the church. And I said, ah. So, you mean all week, this is your full-time job? You know, I'm telling you something true. Then, then something told me, look, it is actually a temptation. And you are exposing yourself to danger. If this is all that I have to manage all week is this, it means that you have a lot of idle time on your hands. And the devil finds times for idle workers. 
I wasn't surprised when I heard that he was sleeping with the girls in the village. I said, I'm not surprised. Because you have too much time on your hand. Look, to sin, eh, you need time. Are <laughs> you hearing me? Even to sin, you need time. That is why the first lap, I like to keep the first lap busy so that they will not have time to sin. I mean, by the time you go through rehearsals, program, outreach, your schoolwork, you have no time to be watching pornography. You are busy. But when you are idle, that is why you have nothing to do. There's more, okay, www.blackmama.com. You need time to go on the internet. <laughs> Hallelujah. So sometimes it is even a blessing for you to be busy. So I told the person, ah. Yeah. Paul said, you see, I am saying this because a lot of ministries have not advanced, but have been burdened because the, because the top is too heavy. The top is too heavy. Hey, so many members are in the church that you have a pastor, senior pastor, first lady, first lady's assistant. No, 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 no. Paul said, that's what Paul said. Please, I'm reading the Bible. And Paul was a lay pastor. He said, I work with my hands. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Yeah. Otherwise, we hinder the progress. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Otherwise, we hinder the progress of the church. The church cannot advance. If you see us doing a lot of healing Jesus, a lot of outreach, a lot of planting churches, it's because of the wisdom of the lay. Because if we lighthouse, just in case you know for the records, lighthouse has about 90% lay. If you don't know about our church. Like in the, lighthouse has about 90% lay. Yes, this is this you don't know. So the lay ministry is a vibrant part of our church. And we promote it and we encourage it. And God has blessed our lay people. We are like the Methodist Church. Yeah. Hallelujah. So please, ask your neighbor, what lay ministry do you want to do? Say, which, what, uh, say, say, say what volunteer will you be? Ah, I have to pay you for everything, can it? Yeah. Volunteer. Sacrifice. Sacrifice to sing, sacrifice to pray, sacrifice to visit, sacrifice to worship, sacrifice to sacrifice something for God so that the kingdom can be advanced. Hallelujah. Paul said, look, I don't. I, I, I don't become a burden. Hallelujah. Can I go on preaching for you? Another reason for lay. So that, apart from the burden, there's also another reason. So that you will be free from all men. First Corinthians chapter nine, verse nineteen. This is Paul preaching. This is all Paul, Apostle Paul. In fact, let's let's start from verse sixteen. First Corinthians chapter nine, verse sixteen. For though I preach the gospel. I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying? If I preach willingly, I know I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, What is my reward then? What is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge. Without charge. It's Paul. That I may make the gospel without charge. That I abuse not my... You see, please, I'm teaching you the important thing. That I abuse not my power in the gospel. Do you know why it's called abuse? You see, you see, I don't want to abuse. I have a certain power. 
But I don't want to abuse it. Because the Bible, Jesus Christ actually said that they that preach the gospel. But I don't want to use that right. It's not wrong to be paid for preaching. He said he has that right. But he didn't want to use it. I forgot that right. That I, I, that I abuse not my, my power in the gospel. My power in the gospel is that, that right. So it is nothing wrong for any can be advanced. Not my power in the gospel. For though, you see, for though I be free from all men, yet have I, made, I may gain them all. I be free. I be free. So you mean like a lay pastor like me that say that I be free. Do you know why he says that I'm be free from all men? One of the most dangerous things to do is to preach and be dependent on people to give you donations. Hey. If I am depending on you to buy me a car, pay my bills, I'm in trouble. Because, you know I'm in trouble? Because when you do something wrong, I can't correct you. I cannot. I cannot rebuke you. Because I, if I go and raise my mouth, tell her, what am I? This guy is the financier. So, so I cannot even preach. You see, I'll be free. So even to preach the free gospel, you should not be dependent on other people. Otherwise, you cannot preach the gospel well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My uncle. I, have an, I had an uncle. Who, <laughs> who bought... I think a keyboard and some this for the Pentecost church in my hometown of Boise. Then one day, yeah, and he had a wife. Then she went and married another woman. And in the church of Pentecost in my hometown, they say polygamy is a sin. So they told him that no, because of that woman, he cannot come for communion other things. He said, eh, bring my <laughs> <laughs> to have a pastor. Jeremiah said, and I'll give you past, pastors after my own heart. I'll give you pastors who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So uh, the best pastor is the one who is free to feed you with knowledge and understanding. So when I, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, most of you, fact, almost all of you here, what you do nonsense, don't I tell you? I said, don't I tell you? Don't I tell you? And when you do good, don't I tell you? Don't, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. Don't I tell you? How many have, how many have, 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 have been rebuked by me before? You did something that I rebuke you. Without fear. Including me, Joembe. Yeah. Well, you, after you raise your legs, not only your hands. <laughs> Bless you. You see, with, because I must be free to tell you the truth. I say, you know, mm, you know, um, you know. Actually, you know, uh, uh, fornication is sin in the Bible. You know, I know sometimes it's the temptation of the flesh. You know, it's, 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 it's a manifestation of the flesh. But anyway, I understand. Even the Bible said that. Uh, uh, I hear me. That's why even in Lighthouse, our full-time pastors, we we, we reward them separately from the church members. <laughs> You are telling me that I've married another woman. I've sinned. <laughs> the, the, the local priest was hot. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. May the spirit of sacrifice not die. May we preach the gospel free of charge. I said may we preach the gospel free of charge. And I tell you. The Bible said that your labor in the Lord. Is not in vain. When you sacrifice for God, 
it is not in vain. When you spend your time doing something for God, it's never in vain. May God reward you as you continue to sacrifice. Let nobody deceive you. Let me give you one final reason before. Another reason for the lay. And this, another reason that we do lay, like Paul said, Paul said that I'll be free for man. It's not because of the, it's not because of the church. No, no, no. Sometimes the advantage of the lay is not because of the pastor, it's because of you. And I'll explain to you. Paul said that I'll be free from all men. Sometimes the reason why the lay ministry or to become a lay pastor is important is because of the congregation. I'll tell you. Yeah. And I'll tell you, do you know why? Because immature, the word is immature. Immature Christians, immature church members do not see a reason why somebody should be paid for preaching. Immature Christians do not see the reason why a pastor should drive a certain car. Immature Christians do not see the reason why a pastor should live at a certain place. That is why he said, even though I have this right, I abuse it. I, I, I forgo it. Because by exercising that right, some immature Christians say, I've stopped the church. Me, I'm working. Look at the car he's driving. I, I've told you this story before. He said, look, I know someone who joined our church from another church when we were in Newark. Then I asked him, why are you here? So I like your church. I said, why? He said, oh. At least over here, they don't pay the, they don't pay the priest. I said, so is that a good reason? Yeah. I can live with a church where the pastor is not paid. And, that, and I said, so why do you leave your last church? He said, my last church. One day I want to visit the pastor on a Saturday afternoon. Reverend, I was speaking the key language. I drain him quiet. I drain is, I is mad fish. She was eating. And so far as it's concerned, mad fish is an expensive fish in America. It's like, ah, me, I should pay tight, give offering, and Saturday afternoon. So when you join, I just ah, your church, because you don't get paid. You see, so, so sometimes, the reason why that's, so sometimes, uh, you have to, I'll be free from all men. I'll be, I'll be not accountable. Sometimes it's that immature people can stay. And then when they mature, they will understand. They're not immature. But the fact that they are immature does not mean that you should drive them out. You say that I will not drive a certain car. Even though I can drive a certain car, I will not drive it. Because immature people. Even me. Who is lay? I remember in Newark, BMW. We had just started a church in Newark. And I bought a BMW. The church I just started though. Brand new BMW. I remember the guy came to say, hey, know you very well check of a doctor. I mean, come on. The paycheck of a doctor. Don't you know doctors who drive NASA cars and BMW? So sometimes, the reason Jesus said that, woe unto you when you cause any of these little ones to stumble. So sometimes you have to step back so that the immature ones can be contained. So that Are you hearing me? Yeah, that's the reason. So they can all grow. Yeah. Look, there's a price to reward you. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Jesus. Take up your cross. Take up every day. Ooh. Don't say that you know him. Us follow him. Pick up your cross. If any man wants to come after me, he must deny himself. Follow Jesus. Take up your cross. Your labor in the Lord is never in vain. Man will see. Nobody can take it from you. Don't be ashamed that you know. Whatever it will cost you, it's time. 
It may cost you your honor. It may cost you your, your sometimes even your but it is worth it if it is for the master. If it is for Christ, it is worth it. Take up your cross. Oh Jesus. Oh Holy Spirit, we thank you. Don't be to say that you know him. Take up your cross and follow me. With every head bowed. You know, I feel in my spirit there are some somebody here. You want to sacrifice, but things are holding you back. But this morning you have decided that no matter what, I will sacrifice. No matter what, nothing will stop me from sacrificing. If you have, if you want to take that decision for God this morning, that look, whatever it will cost me, no matter what it is, I am willing to sacrifice what God has asked me. God has asked you to do something, but you are holding back. But this morning. If you are making up your mind that no matter what, I am willing to go through and do this. And pray for the grace of God to help you to do it. Please come and I'll pray for you. God has asked you to do something but you are finding it difficult to do. Come, I'll pray for you, I'll tell you. God has asked you to do something but it's difficult for you. Come, 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 come. Take up your cross. No matter what it takes. It's a personal thing between you and God. Every day. It's a personal thing between you and your God. I tell you. So don't be ashamed. It's difficult. It's painful, but you have decided to say that you know. It's personal between you and God. It's personal between you and God. Count the cross. Take up your cross. Fall. Yes, it's personal. It's personal between your God. Take up your cross. I'm coming down to pray for you, I tell you. There's one more person. There's one more. One more person, please come. Come, so that the grace will be there. The grace of God will help you. The grace of God will help you. There's one more person. Come and join them. The grace of God. Thank you. I'm glad you came. Yes. I'm glad you came. The grace of God will help you. Don't be ashamed. Grace. To say that, to to say say that, that you know him. Count the cost. Father, thank you for grace. The grace to do. The grace. Like Abraham, he's willing to sacrifice. Thank you. Give him the grace. Give her the grace. Give her the grace. Give her the grace. Give her the grace to go ahead, oh God. Nothing will stop her. Ma, thank you. The Spirit is saying that I'll be with you. You're never in all in vain. It may look very difficult, but my grace will take you through. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Oh, yes, Lord. The grace. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. All that I'm praying for is the grace of God. Thank you. Your God will help 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 you. Oh, that is it. Your God will help you. Your God will help you. Today you have decided. You have decided to lay down. To lay down for Jesus. To lay down for Jesus. Oh, may God give you the grace. The grace to do. The grace to do. The grace to do. The grace to do. do. And God will reward you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. The grace. The grace. The grace. The grace. The grace. Thank you. He will give you the grace. He will give you the grace. Today you have decided. Holy Spirit, thank you. Don't be ashamed. My God, God will help you. He will give you the grace. He will give you the grace. You will do it. You will do it. You will do it. You will do it. It has disturbed you for a while. But from today, you will do it. You will do it. You will do it. You will do it. And God will bless you. It has disturbed you for a while. It has bothered you for a while. But today, you will do it. You will do it. You say, I will go, I will go, I will go, I will go, God, I will obey, I 
will obey. And God will bless you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So take up, take up your cross. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Oh, my God. Sit down. Don't be ashamed. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Before I sit down, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus Christ. Listen. You are the reason why he sacrificed his life on the cross. You are the reason why he came to die on Calvary. He shed his blood so that you don't have to go to hell. He shed his blood so that Satan will not have power over you. He shed his blood so that you will have a better life. That's why he died on Calvary. This afternoon, you want to be saved. Saved. The word is saved. Sozo. Deliver from your sins. Deliver from your bondage. You want to be saved. He died on the cross for you. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Please lift up your hand. You want to be saved. You want to give your life to Jesus. Between you and God. This afternoon. Please. There is room. There is room. There is room. Lift up your hand. There is room. There is room for you. There is room. Thank you. Yes, Thank you, Holy Spirit. No, I, I don't want you to live here without being saved. I'm telling you. He paid. He paid. He paid. He paid the price. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you this afternoon for salvation. We bless you. Let none live here without being saved. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.